the beach, the only place to read your emails and tweets. It's Wednesday, March 31st. We are the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. I'm J.E. Skeets. That right there is Mr. What You Need to Know, Tass Mellis. What's up, T? Hey, everybody. Hey, Tass. We also got my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. And last but not least, making the magic happen here on a Wednesday afternoon, it's J.D., Hello. There he is, and here we are. No Lily with us today on the beach. That man's getting a second Marcus Pfizer right to his arm as we speak. I just saw his wife, Roxy, got the second dose, and I believe Lee said he was up next. He's so. got a picture up on his Twitter, getting ready for it. I oh. don't know if it's pre-stick or post-stick, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lee, Lee's uh, documenting it. I love it. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, so, no, Lili, that's fine. We got a bunch of great questions that we're going to tackle here. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Everybody take a second. Just move your cursor over to the like button there. Smash that like. Make sure you comment in the stream team and underneath the video so we can defeat the YouTube algorithm. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Help us get to uh, 40,000 YouTube subscribers. Tass, uh, again... We had so many great questions that we had to sprinkle a few into uh, this morning's Daily Show. I thought those were fantastic. So I'm uh, very excited for what's in store here on this Beach Steppin' Pod. Yeah, people doing a really good job. I even had to bank a couple for next week. We're overflowing with mm. questions. Woo. Just a bucket full of cues. Uh, all right, so here we go. First one here. What's up, Wedgie Masters? So if you all remember, a while ago on a Beach Stepping episode, a fan of the show, Randall, sent in a question about playing pro in the P-plus league in Taiwan. As a Taiwanese basketball fan myself, I was watching a game where Randall scored a career-high 34 points playing against my hometown team. I was super torn apart watching the game because I wanted my hometown team to win, but at the same time, I was rooting hard for my fellow No-Dugs fan. So here's my question. When was the time you were torn apart in a similar situation watching a game? That's from Peter in Taiwan. I do remember that Mm -hmm. email. That was a very good email. Randall, making it happen in Taiwan, potting 34 points. Yeah. I, I, I did cut <laughs> this part out. He got there uh, with a couple free throws at the end, so that would make Lee Ellis proud. Oh, nice. Uh, he iced the game. So sorry, Peter, had to cut that out, but I added it in, so all good. <laughs> yeah, very, very good. Uh, I'll go first here. I've talked about a few times um, when Isla was born, our oldest, uh, there was a Bears-Packers game not too much longer after that. Bears-Packers, November 9th, 2014. Laura's family, all Packers fans. My family, all Bears fans. So we had a bet. Whichever team wins, that's who the kids are going to cheer for. I'm a casual NFL fan, but I am a huge fan of talking trash to my father-in-law, Dwayne. So I was in <laughs> on this bet, no doubt. Except for I knew the fact the kids would be happier if they ended up as Green Bay fans. The famous stat goes the Bears have had, I believe, 33 starting quarterbacks since 1992. Green Bay Packers have had two of them. The Bears quarterback position, such a disaster. The Athletic did an entire week on how bad Bears quarterbacks have been earlier. Uh, I think it was actually in the month of March. Subscribe at theathletic.com slash no dunks. I knew I'm dooming these kids if the Bears win. If the win, but I'm surrendering to a lifetime of trash talk if the Packers win. Luckily, it was over pretty quick. The Packers scored touchdowns on six of their seven first-half possessions. Aaron Rodgers tied the record with six touchdown passes in the first half. Meanwhile, the Bears went punt, interception, punt, punt, turnover on downs, turnover on downs, fumble. 
It was 42 to 0 at halftime. The Packers won 55 to 14. Their biggest win in the rivalry in 50 years. And I knew right then, this is for the best. These kids growing up Packers fans, including that massive loss, Chicago has gone 2 and 11 versus Green Bay since then. Currently, the Bears have two quarterbacks nobody else in the entire NFL wanted, and the Packers still have Aaron Rodgers. So I think everything worked out perfectly, all things considered. Uh, you know, Dwayne just had his, uh, I think he just turned 65 years old. He went out, had to shoot his free throws. He's a numerology guy. Right. Made his mm. first 12 free throws. Went out there, hit 12 straight, walked back inside in honor of Aaron Rodgers. So, shout out to Dwayne. Shout out to the Packers. Shout out to a good football team. Um, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, ever since November 2014. I was like, well, I lost this one. It's good for the, it's good for the girls. Yeah, but hold on. You said it was for your first. It was for Isla. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have been fair if you got the second one? Like, you got Ada to be the Bears fan? Like, that only seems right to sure. me. Sure. Yeah. Why, that why were been they fit. both like uh, you know put into Packers? I couldn't stand-up. do it. I couldn't do it to oh. Ada. You know, <laughs> oh. uh, it's fine for it's fine for me if two times a year everybody in the house hates me okay. uh, and is able to talk uh, a little trash to me because uh, they don't have to go through thirty years of uh, trashing their team on podcasts. So yeah. it's okay. a win for everybody. Do you yeah. think this year uh, during the football season at some point you'll be saying the Bears are back? Will that be a thing? BAB will continue for uh, the other Chicago no. team? No. Oh. Definitely oh. not. Oh. Uh, certainly not. But uh, at least we can, the three of us can have a little bit of a, a union here. I think Mitch Trubisky is now a Buffalo Bill. He uh, he's a backup. So if you guys ever need the skinny on Mitch, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. Mitch keeps getting paid. <laughs> Yeah, he's a Trubilski. Yeah, it's uh, a little strange. Aaron Rodgers still with the Packers. There's a lot of rumors that he was leaving at some point, right? Um, that's that's great. Yeah, I think they got him some. I don't know enough to to know if this is true, but I think they brought in some uh, new weapons and some new uh, people on the sideline to help make it a little easier on Aaron Rodgers. Went out and had a great season, though they did lose in the playoffs, as mm. Bears fans like to mention. Bears <laughs> lost in the playoffs as well, but yeah. the Packers didn't win the Super Bowl, so that was good for us. Okay. Who, who is the greatest quarterback over those, uh, whatever you said, 33 years? Who is it? Bear, Bears Jay, quarterback. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is oh, probably yeah. the best quarterback wow. in Bears franchise history outside of the immortal Sid Luckman back in the day. But, uh, you know, if Jay Cutler is your franchise's best quarterback, you haven't had very many good quarterbacks. No, no. Mm-hmm. Even, even I know that as a That's rudimentary right. uh, NFL fan. Yeah. Uh, Tass, you got an answer for this one? Well, mine's uh, non-basketball related as well. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I, w- I saw a lacrosse game in my neighborhood. It was a, I think it was a high school lacrosse game. I don't know if it was youth lacrosse, but I love youth sports. And uh, it was, the game was uh, 10-2. It was late in the fourth period. And the white team came back, and I thought they were going to win it. It was like seven minutes left. They just rifled goal after goal after goal after goal uh and you can see the score on the scoreboard here in in america because every park here has a scoreboard which is great (laughs) and so they're coming back it's i think it's 10-6 at one point but it just felt really cheap so i was torn i wanted to see the comeback Mm. i wanted to see this youth (laughs) comeback but they were just giving the ball to one player and she was able to just head over to the the semicircle, I don't know what you call it, and just score and just fire and and score. And so I I think the black team was the more skilled team, the better team. 
Um, but uh, man, I love youth sports, and uh, I was just into it. And I think it ended 10-6. I didn't go to lacrosse.com slash stats after, afterwards, but I'm uh, pretty sure that, that the, the black team held on in the end. And uh, the white team, I mean, they, they were pretty excited, though. So it was nice. It was, I think both teams won. It was a moral victory for the white yeah. team. They were pretty pumped. They had, the, they had a serious chant going that I think had the black team a little bit shaken after the game. Uh, it, was, it was great. It was, it, it's just, first, it's just great um, just being out in the open and watching sports again. It was nice, man. It was just Wow, great. this guy's so desperate to watch the bars. <laughs> yeah. He's pumped to watch a oh, youth yeah. lacrosse game. I, I, oh, yeah. I love sitting down at a ball field watching the kids <laughs> whack the bat. You know, maybe a dad yell at his kid. You know, that's always a blast. Oh, that was fun. So I was, I was torn on that one. I feel like that takes you back to your umpiring days. Mm-hmm, I feel like, sure. uh, you know, uh, out there on the diamond and people yelling at kids and stuff like that. Yeah, I um, thought about I thought about if, you know, if something happens here we don't have a job anymore I, I might get back on the field might go grab the clicker might go grab the brush wow coming yeah. out of retirement grab the clicker gotta keep track of them no doubt yeah no, nothing like being out there on the field uh do you have a, a basketball one here skeets yeah i sort of um you know just with what's happened recently with the raptors over the last couple of years right where i where i'm torn uh when it comes to watching games i'm torn when, you know, look, let's call them Raptors legends who are a part of the lone championship for the Raps are on other teams and they're playing your team, right? I mean, we just saw it with Norman Powell. Um, I don't know, Tass, if you've had a chance to read Norman Powell's I did. Uh, sweet goodbye letter to, uh, to the organization, to the city of Toronto, to the fans, to Canada, really. It's up on the Players' Tribune. Oh, my God, I had tears in my eye, man. It was, yeah, uh, it was good. It was really good, yeah. That was the um, best one I've ever read. Yeah, I don't know. Is that just because we're Raptors fans we're the, and we're and Norm the fans? Or maybe, I mean, yeah. most words I've ever read by a, a player. That's, <laughs> sure. the long, that's the longest one. Yeah, had, he, had like, uh, he had like chapters in it. I liked it. I liked the yeah. layout that he went with there. Incredible photos in there. Oh, it, was, it wasn't done by the Players' Tribune, but it was, it was great. It was like a short novel. I had uh, some of my Raptors friends complaining about how long it was because oh they don't God. know how to read. <laughs> uh, but it, it was so good. Anyways, go on. Well, yeah, I mean, so the point is, you know, Norm playing for the Blazers against the Raps, uh, even, like, when Marcus Gasol or Serge Ibaka plays against the Raps, like, those guys, like, for that first title, I think it's really special. I mean, I'm sure, hell, maybe Celtics fans and Lakers fans and Warriors fans and Bulls fans, like, will be able to tell me, no, like, every member of every championship team, like, has a special plate in your heart, place in your heart. Uh, uh, maybe that's the case, but that first one, of course, is extra special. I think we'd all agree with that. So, like, any guy that was a part of it, yeah, you know, I'm cheering for the Raptors to win any game. They're playing them. But in a weird way, I'm also, like, hoping they do well. So I'm torn in some sense. Especially, thank God Norm played the Raptors before that Players Tribune article came out. Oh, man, I would have really been struggling. But otherwise, you know, it was a good good order the way it ta- happened. But I can't wait to see, like, Norm and these guys, some of these guys, like, get the standing ovations up in the uh, Scotiabank, up in what we call the ACC up in Toronto. It'll be great. So that's my answer. Let's say, though, that Norm went to a team like the Lakers or the Nets, you know, one of the teams that is going to be gunning for the championship, and he kind of is just a rotation piece there. Going to the Blazers, 
Seems almost like he's going to a Raptors-ish kind of squad there sure. in the Western Conference. You know, not at the top of the pops, but a competitive team. Would you feel the same way if Norm was going and ring chasing? Um, well, it's weird because he was traded. Sure, so it's sure, not sure. like it was a buyout thing here or a free agency thing. I would probably feel a little bit differently. I, I agree that he is going to such a similar team in the Western Conference in the Blazers. A team that if, like... You know, if you're a casual or, you know, if they were going up against, like you said, the Lakers or the Nets, I think most people would be cheering for Damian Lillard and the underdog Blazers, like, in those type of series. So I get that. It's similar to the Raptors run. Um, Yeah, but I'm still, like, like I said, I'm still cheering for, I want to see Marcus all do well. I want to see Serge Ibaka do well. Like, any of those guys that were a part of that title, they're Raptors fans. They're Raptors, excuse me, legends in my mind for life. So, uh I'm not going to be like actively rooting against them, really, sure. even though it makes it difficult when they're playing against uh, the Raps test. Except they deserted us, Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka. They <laughs> sure. just left us. Yeah, we could we could use a center right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, yeah. It is different when a guy is traded, but um, I I do remember actually you you brought up the Gasol Serge Ibaka. They were playing for Spain in 2014, and I happened to be on my. A honeymoon trip in Spain. It was three years after I was married, but uh, we went to Spain and Italy, and I dragged Danielle, my wife, to a, a World Cup game uh, where Spain was playing Senegal. And I wanted a close game, of course, um, but I was kind of torn. Like I wanted a close game. I wanted Senegal to come back and win. Um, they were getting destroyed. But I was <laughs> also, I'm also a big Marcus Gasol guy, so I wanted Marcus Gasol and Pau Gasol and Serge Ibaka were playing on the Spanish team to kick butt. Um, and it was it was it was a, a strange arena. They didn't, like it was just wasn't wasn't energetic. It was like the alcohol wasn't flowing. There was, it was just <laughs> quiet. It was so quiet. It wasn't like a youth lacrosse game. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> Those are some of the rowdiest matches oh, you can be at. God, oh, yeah, you believe? Those pop yeah. off. Yeah, zero percent mask wearing at this lacrosse game, uh, but lots of cheering, lots of cheering. No, it was great. It was it was great sucking in that pollen at that lacrosse game. Anyway, <laughs> all, right. all right, uh, let's keep it going here. Next one: the Nets landing Blake and Lamarcus uh, via buyout is sexy on paper, but may not matter much in the long run. Who are some recent examples of buyout acquisitions making an impact, big or small, that really moved the needle for a team? Great question there from Kyle B. Tass. Who, who comes to mind? Yeah, I'll take you through some of the ones that have happened over the last 12, 13 years. Uh, because, Skeets, you mentioned it when we were talking about, yeah, Blake and LaMarcus, that Markeith Morris was picked up last year. He's a rotation piece for the Lakers. He did mm-hmm. some stuff. Uh, but there, ha- there have never been any, like, monstrous ones that make huge waves, uh, which is to be expected. They're buyout guys. But if you go back... In 2008, the Celtics won it, and they picked up both P.J. Brown and Sam Cassell to help mm-hmm. out on their championship run. Those are big. Yeah, they played a lot. You know, P.J. Brown, backup center, he played 25 games, 13 minutes per game. If you can pick him up off the scrap heap, I mean, that's exactly what you want. Sam Cassell played in most of those games. So it's kind of like the Nets situation. They're trying to replicate that with their vets that they picked up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be coming off the bench mostly. Marcus could be starting, could be taking DeAndre Jordan's minutes. But uh, I, those are the types of guys. In 2011, Peja Stojakovic, bought out by the Raptors, if you remember that, Skeets, mm-hmm. uh, joined the Mavs, had a couple 20-point games in their championship run. Corey Brewer also joined the Mavs that year via buyout, won a ship. Mike Bibby was on the opposite side of that finals for the Heat after being bought out. And he had a, a pretty bad fight. Yeah, he was garbage, if yeah. I remember correctly. I, to the point where they stopped playing him. 
Yes. Like as it went on, yeah. They were desperate for a, a point guard, and he was not fit in the bill. Uh, but, you know, there's a, there's a few more. And the next year, Derek Fisher was waived, signed with OKC, went to the finals with them. Boris mm-hmm. Diaw was bought out by the worst team in NBA history. The, he, they, they let him go. The 7-59 and 59 would end up being the 7-59 Charlotte Hornets. He went to the Spurs, eventually won a championship there. So some guys... Bobcats back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I called them the Hornets, right? Yeah, yeah the, the Bobbers. Um, yeah, you know, they had uh, they had some monstrous guys. Who's the who's the, the Mexican player? I can't even think of his... Uh, Nahara? Yeah, yeah, Nahara. They had some some guys. Man, it was... It was but the Kemba went through that. It was part of that yeah. team. Did it they have Jop? Then? I don't know if they had him at that point. Quite possibly. He was Man, a raptor killer. For sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are those are the types of guys, and to see the names like Lamarcus and Blake, uh, I mean they're huge names in comparison. But the, like the PJ Brown, even the Page, that's what you're expecting, and that's what the Nets are hoping for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I saw Hollinger. He had Bibby on his like list of great buyout fails of yours. So like the opposite of what like you just took us through, Tess. Like Bibby was there on the 2011 Heat. Uh, Anderson Verjao for the Warriors in 2016. Hollinger wrote when he played like he was still on Cleveland's payroll. <laughs> and uh, a more recent one. Remember when we were all getting excited about Greg Monroe? There's another former Raptors <laughs> player on Philadelphia. And uh, mm. he did not help at all in that uh, seven-game defeat there to Toronto in 2019. So it's like Hollinger was pointing out, like, because there was so much uproar over the Nets getting these two guys over the last little bit in Blake and LaMarcus. And he's like... More times than not, this does nothing, Trey. Like, they don't move the needle. Now, Tass took us through a couple where they definitely had a role in helping their team win a championship or go far, but uh, a lot of times it's like a bunch of... We're just making making waves for no reason here. It's it's not that important. And, and maybe Blake and LaMarcus will help in, in particular matchups and stuff like that, but a lot of cases where it doesn't work out. The main thing that's different are the names that you're naming here. The yeah. the buyout fails that we're talking about. Mike Bibby, like he was he was an all-star, I do believe, right? Uh, at least once. But Greg Monroe was not. Sam Cassell, a one-timer. These are, you know, minor names. Boris Diaw became uh, uh, more of a household name when he finally got to the Spurs. Yeah. He was on that terrible Bobcats team. He wasn't even playing for the worst team in basketball. Suddenly he becomes integral to the Spurs the next couple of seasons as they go to the finals. But that's the difference is uh, Greg Monroe, a high draft pick. It was a big deal when the Bucks actually signed him. That was one of their first... Uh, moves into trying to be a competitive team, but it's not the same as a six-time All-Star like LaMarcus or Blake Griffin. The only other name I would add to the list of buyout guys who actually really helped their team, Ennis Cantor, who went from the Knicks to the Blazers in 2019. They brought him in to back up Yusuf Nurkic, but Nurk broke his leg about a month later. Cantor steps into the starting lineup, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 22 minutes a game. He was just underneath a double-double for the playoffs, 30 minutes a game. Blazers went to the Western Conference Finals, and that's kind of when I got talked into the idea of there being a playoff Ennis Cantor, where he can be... I mean, he's going to take some points off the board defensively, but on those days when he's able to really crush the glass and just uh, make a living inside, he can be a a guy that helps your team if you're in the right sort of matchup. Yep. I wonder if these two guys, and Blake and Marcus Aldridge... The most all-star appearances of guys that were bought out and then went to another team. I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's possible. Got, gotta be close. Yeah, because they both have... Wait, LaMarcus has like seven, seven, doesn't he? Is it seven, I think? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, quite a lot. Yeah, uh, the guys I listed, you know, I tried to find the biggest names. Page is the most with three all-star mm. appearances. Bibby didn't make one. I just double checked. Oh, okay. That oh, one. wow. Good. Uh, I'm happy about that. Um, <laughs> Joe Johnson, did he uh, ever become mm. a bio guy? He was a buyout guy with the Heat, I think, that year that they had, like, a really great uh, second-half run in the playoffs. They went, like, 31-10 and or something like that. Okay, so he he had probably, what, he's got, like, six, seven, or eight All-Stars under his belt. he's there, yeah. With the Hawks. Mm, Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, I guess uh, people are saying DeMarcus Cousins to the Clippers looks like it's going to be happening, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Sean's reporting that, yeah. Yeah. In the the Joakim Noah role, but maybe even a few more minutes. Like, Joakim Noah last year was on the Clippers bench. He didn't play a second right i don't think in, in the postseason DeMarcus. i don't remember him playing all that well when he was playing in the bubble mm-hmm. yeah i can't remember him in the playoffs maybe he got in there for a few spot minutes but uh yeah we'll see reggie jackson somebody said was a buyout <laughs> i don't know if that's helping uh, the more case of a here it's, yeah <laughs> more of a bibby yeah, it's, i guess uh, younger for sure at the time than bibby was great question though i love that one a lot of bio talk over the last what five oh, or six days here in the nba <laughs> i'm happy we're done with it discover the latest collections from david yerman as seen recently styled on basketball stars like jaime jaquez jalen green d'angelo russell and others. David Yurman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yurman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. What item in your closet is something you haven't worn in at least a decade? but can't seem to get rid of because you know the perfect opportunity will arise once you get rid of it. That's from Ziggy Star Fox on Twitter. Skeets, you got an answer for this. Well, yeah, I'm cheating a little bit. It's definitely not like a decade old, but I went into actually the closet right behind me there. It's not even in my actual closet. It's in the second bedroom closet, the office closet. So, you know, it's not important, but I can't get rid of it. And I thought about it. Um, I don't like holding on to things that have no use to me anymore. I am one of those people that's like, okay, I have no attachment to it. I don't really care. Get rid of it. Give it to goodwill, whatever. But I decided against it with this. Do you guys remember this? I'm going to hold it up for everybody on the stream team. The J.R. Smith <laughs> um, Swishmish, I think is said. <laughs> Swishmish, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mary Swishmish. Uh, hey, the, Mary it, yeah, it's the ugly Christmas sweater that everybody was doing uh, a couple years ago. And it's way too big on me. Like, that's the other thing. It's, like, huge. Like, I drown in this thing. But I don't know. I'm like, ah, there might be a video. There might be a moment yep. where I'm going to need something like this. So that's my answer. Again, not a decade in there, but this is a couple years old now. And uh, you guys know me. If I'm not using something, get it out of my face uh, or get it out of a closet. I'm not even one of those people that likes to like tuck something away. I'm like, get I get it don't out of my it. suitcase. I've seen you leave a pair of shoes behind oh, yeah. because you replaced the pair of shoes on the trip. That was one of the craziest things I ever seen. I, <laughs> I've left so many pairs of shoes at All Star Weekends for <laughs> the cleaners like of my room. Like I just leave a note, take them, take them to your kids, whatever, whoever you want to give them to. I don't want them. I know I'm gonna travel with them. I'm never going to wear them and they're just going to sit in a closet. So if I can like 
cut that off right now, then then perfect. Or yeah, I've rotated shoes. Like I've bought yeah. a, I've brought a pair of shoes that I know I'm just gonna leave there because I'm done with them, and then I'll take the new pair back. But yeah. Tass, what do you got yeah. on there? You got a cool looking well, Fawn's jacket on or something. Yeah, I put on my leather jacket. Uh, I can't <laughs> oh, I can't let a leather jacket. Always go. cool. Very oh, cool. Oh man. <laughs> I mean it's just a serious leather jacket. That uh, is. Uh, is it long? Is it like past your waist, I would imagine? When it uh, was just a, a touch. Okay, okay. I hope to God you're not yeah. showing up at the lacrosse field in that jacket. Oh, I thought it was longer. I thought you were yeah, I was thinking it was gonna be longer yeah. too. Like yeah, an not- MJ coat or something. No, not super creepy. Just yeah. the right level of <laughs> creepiness right. uh, with this leather jacket. But, but there will be a moment um, when it's needed for a, probably a, a dumb video that we yep. do. Yep. It hasn't been so far in 15 years of the Basketball Jones slash the Stars slash No Dunks. I had never worn it. But uh, it may not even be a video. It may just come back into fashion. Yeah. Right? It looks like, sort of cool on you. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You, do you sort cool, of pull man. it off, yeah. I mean, it's the leather. Like every everybody has gone through the leather jacket phase. This is yeah. like you you said the Mary Swishmas was a couple years old. This is old. This is probably I don't know, 15 years old. It still fits you. It appears pretty yeah, well. I thought, yeah, I, I thought the uh, the sleeves were a lot shorter. Maybe my arms have gotten shorter over the years, but it fits pretty well. I'm sweating in this thing. I gotta uh, take it that's off. It's a leather. It's a hot leather. Woo! It's hard to get rid of a leather jacket. My mom has one from one of her brothers that she has had for, I would guess, 40 years. And every year she cleans out the closet. She's like, do you want this? No, mom. I don't don't want this anymore. But you're never going to throw away a leather jacket. It just feels so wasteful. Yeah, Uh, You never know. And timeless at the same time. Like Tass is saying, a leather jacket looks as cool in 1990 as it does in 2021. But, like, I'm with you. You know, I looked through my mom's closet. I was like, what the hell did i used to own like some of these ugly knit <laughs> sweaters but a, a leather jacket i'm shocked that it hasn't come back into style like yeah. it was it was big a long time ago it's gonna be back i think so i mean it's a little taboo now too right yeah the leather itself yeah but I it'll come so. back i mean like somebody was telling us um the big giant wide leg pants are like back in style trey is, is this mm. true i mean i saw people <laughs> talking about it on twitter hey <laughs> ralph lauren was doing it he was wearing some big right. old pants so if ralph's doing it it's gonna catch on oh, eventually God oh almighty. man some boot cuts and a leather jacket <laughs> hey you're styling <laughs> i mean that's what we used to wear that's the wild part. oh yeah oh yeah uh, do you, okay, do you have something in your closet tray? I'm sure you do. You, you, I feel like you hold on to these weird things all the time. Yeah, but I usually just happen to wear them. Yeah. Like, I've worn the J.R. Smith Mary Swishmas, but I've got a, basically a baseball version. I've got a Manny Ramirez jersey, a mm. Manny Ramirez Boston Ooh. Red Sox jersey. You know, one of the great right-handed hitters of our generation, but I don't know. I This has traveled with me from Plano to Lombard to Toronto to Atlanta. I don't think I've worn it in any of those locations, <laughs> but you know, Manny's gonna Manny, so I've just gotta have it. I yeah. don't know why. Hold on to that. Jerseys yeah. are tough to get rid of. I got a bunch of NBA jerseys that, outside of the Raptors jerseys, I almost never wear. I guess I wear that Van Exel, but I just feel weird like giving them away. I'm like, I don't know. Why do I have a LeBron jersey? Ah, I got it Same. at All Star Weekend, but I guess I'll just keep it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta curry one i think i have a durant one like again like i like these players but i don't i wouldn't rock that and just wear it around proudly i just wouldn't um but why do i still have it i don't know know. that's that's a weird it's tough to get rid of them i think i might pull a lebron out this summer there we go okay summer i've got a i've got a black Cavs lebron one 
All right. You and tell me when you're wearing yours. Maybe we'll have a pool party exactly. uh, in summer when we can, and I'll wear mine over. All right. Awesome. Awesome. I got a white one. I'll wear mine over, All too. All right. LeBron party. <laughs> LeBron pool party. Lock it in. I know, Lebr- I know Lee's got one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, LeBron. Yeah, he's got, like, every he's jersey. He's guaranteed. Like. Yeah. Uh, I've never... Have you guys ever worn your LeBrons? I've never worn mine No. Once. Never. Never. It's I put really it on to make sure it's Just for the draft, I think, yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, maybe. That's where that's where mine came from. Was uh, when they did that first draft. I think me and Tass were Team LeBron. Oh, oh. interesting. Because I have one, and you're right. I wasn't. I wasn't with you guys. I, I definitely have one. I got a curry though too, which was probably from what you're talking about. Sure. Oh, what, crazy. What, what color is the Manny Ramirez trick? Because I'm seeing the. I'm seeing the Red Sox one in my head, which I like, but yours is a white. It's a Red Sox one. one. Oh, it's a Red Sox. Uh, no, it's a Red Sox white one. Bought oh, it at uh, bought it at Fenway Park. That's another reason, like uh, you know, it's a, it's got an emotional attachment there, and you know that guy can just hit it any pitch. Can't get it by him. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the zone doesn't matter to Manny. Hey, baseball starts back up tomorrow, right? Yeah, April first. Hey, better believe like it. All right, I'm wearing it on the show tomorrow. I'm gonna yeah, wear that jersey know. tomorrow for opening day. All right, excellent. Didn't, it, didn't the Red Sox have a brown one for a while like i'm seeing like a camouflage one it wasn't camouflage but it was brown like a cart heart car heart kind of <laughs> oh, type wow. of thing. probably oh, <laughs> probably I, at I this point see, yeah i could see manny rocking that all right our next question hey no dunks crew i have a major deci- decision i need you to make for me i am originally from st louis and i'm a huge bulls fan after living in japan for a year i am back in america but i have relocated to shreveport louisiana Shreveport is in northwestern Louisiana, and it's actually closer to Dallas than it is New Orleans. So my issue is, who do I claim as my new adopted team? Do I go with the closer Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, or do I go with the home state Pelicans and Zion Williamson? Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. That's from CJ. Welcome back here to America. I hope Japan was great. Very envious of you. I want to one day make it to Japan. But uh, okay, Tass, where's he go? I mean... Or, or the third part is, come on, why aren't you a Bulls fan still? It doesn't matter where you live. Trey lives in Atlanta. He's a Bulls fan. But what do you think, Tass? Hmm. I, I was torn trying to answer this one for CJ because you know, I, I want to support the small market. I love the city of New Orleans. If you're ever going there for a game, let's think long term. Right, right. Games will be back. New Orleans is a blast. The music, the food, just being there, just the vibes of being there, the street performance. It's great. Uh, but at the same time, as soon as you walk in that arena, I, I, I don't want to be uh, a poo-poo here, poo-poo on the arena, but I, I never had a good experience in that arena. It's kind of, it's, sight lines it, aren't great. It sucks. It's, it's, it's not one of the better arenas. No. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't rock the show. It's it's just dilapidated. It's just, <laughs> it's just a little pukey, but... I hope they pick it up. You know, maybe David Griffin's going to turn that thing around. Maybe he's going to pull out those seats himself, refresh the arena a little bit because it, <laughs> it, it, it needs that. Uh, so I'm torn on that. But if you want a better in-game experience, you got to go Mavericks. But, um, I mean, I, can't, I, would lean, I would lean Pels. Uh, but if he's closer to Dallas, he's going to end up going to more Dallas yeah, games. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. I mean, you yeah. can't. the good thing is you can't right now Trey go wrong with either of those teams having a young talent like Luka or Zion. So, I mean, flip a coin and you're probably going to be okay, right? 
Exactly. They're both blue chippers. They're probably both going to be challenging for MVPs in the near future. A lot of upside for both the players and both of these teams. You know, they're both generally young teams, I would say. They're both in the Western Conference. Doesn't conflict with the Bulls if you want to stay with the Bulls, which I think you should. Personally, I'm going to recommend Luka Doncic and the Mavericks here. A little yeah. surprising even to myself. But they're the seventh seed in the West right now. Three and a half games up on the 11th seed. Basketball Reference says it's an 83% chance at the playoffs for new, for Dallas. ESPN's got it at 86%. To me, they're a playoff team. And if I'm coming back to the NBA after a little bit of a layoff, I want a team that's going to be playing in the postseason. So that's why I'd hop on the Mavericks bandwagon right now. Luka hit a game winner in the playoffs last year against the Clippers. Game four, going to be must-watch again in the postseason this year. All right, CJ. Follow up with us. Let us know who you end up going with. You go to the Mavericks, you go to the Pelicans, you go somewhere else. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to can't wait to see who you're leaning with there. Um, did you guys see what JJ Redick said, by the way? Speaking of these teams, mm-hmm. um, sort of just before jumping on here, I guess on his own podcast. Tell me, because I read that headline and I didn't jump in. <laughs> well, you know, I, I uh, yeah, I didn't listen to the podcast. I, I saw a lot of the write-ups on it and a lot of people on Twitter. And, you know, he was... Uh, Taking some shots at Griff there, basically saying he was uh, basically lied to, really, when it came to uh, being moved. Um, if he wasn't going to be moved early, sort of remember when there was all those rumors he was going to go up to like closer to his family up on the East Coast, like the Celtics or the Sixers, stuff like that. And when then that didn't happen, he says that him and Griff had come to an agreement that, uh, well, he'll be bought out and then he could sort of just sign wherever the heck he wanted to. What happens? He ends up getting traded to the Dallas Mavericks and then. Uh, you know, Redick uh, making it clear that I think he's happy to play with Luka and all that, maybe a postseason push here, but not wouldn't have been his pick, Trey, right, uh, is, uh, is what I was taking from all of this and felt a little uh, little pissed off, actually, with uh, maybe there was a handshake deal or whatever that we agreed upon, and Griff decided for his franchise to get something in return for him at the deadline. Yeah, he definitely sounds like he feels misled with uh, yeah. the way things went down with the Pelicans, and it seems like it is kind of a compounding thing for Redick as well, since the trade did not send him to the Northeast, which is what everybody thought was going to happen. Sounds like what JJ thought was going to happen as well, which would have left him a lot closer to his family and a lot easier to see his family. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't blame him for being upset if he was told something and then something else happened. Plus, He's even farther away now from his family. So, uh, yeah, tough stuff for J.J. Redick. And we'll see. I mean, this is a it's a little it's a different kind of scenario when a player has their own podcast and they can go and put this kind of front office player relations sort of business out in the open like this. That's not something it's not it's a little bit different when it's coming from a podcast, I think, than when you're just seeing somebody tweeting about it and you're trying to decipher what these cryptic tweets mean. J.J.'s right there saying it pretty (laughs) calmly, exactly what his side of the story. So. We'll see if the Pelicans and David Griffin respond. Yeah, how do you feel if you're a Mavericks fan, sort of, too, hearing this? Mm-hmm. I saw some people in the stream team going, oh, that's, that's not the greatest thing you want to hear. You know, a guy we just acquired. Not that it cost him a ton, task, but, you know, basically saying in so many words, well, I don't really want to be here. I wanted to be somewhere else, but here I am. Uh, are you concerned at all if you're a Mavs fan? <laughs> I think they'd get over it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, 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 it wouldn't... As a fan, it wouldn't bother me that much. Soon as that first three licks the mesh, I think it's over. Uh, Would it bother you? I I don't think I'd care. I mean, you would hope a guy that's been around this long is going to be, I would assume he's going to be a professional about it when he's out actually on the floor trying to compete. He's not going to be throwing games because he doesn't want to be in Dallas. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. 
I just remember JJ earlier this season during the preseason when Stan Van Gundy was running his team through all those hard practices. He was he was pissed off about it and saying, "Oh, why the fuck am I doing this again?" He's li- literally said that. Why am I doing this again with Stan Van Gundy? I had to go through this with him in Orlando. I mean, it was a little tongue in cheek, but he's also pissed. I mean, mm-hmm. he just seemed kind of angry all year. I haven't been listening to his podcast week in and week out, but uh, I don't know. It did. I, I'm also of the mind that it didn't work out in New Orleans for him whatsoever, and, and this is just a few month run in uh, in Dallas. He doesn't have to be there for a long time at all. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a few months. It's not it's not the biggest deal in the world, and then it's and then it's over. You know, yeah. And then he can probably pick those teams closer to his family up there on the East Coast for next year if he wants. Exactly. To. So we'll see. All right, next one. Hello, Doinks. I became a fan during the starters on NBA TV and have been locked in ever since. I saw your recent posting of episode 666 from the Basketball Jones, which was absurd, by the way, and then proceeded, <laughs> to, travel, and then proceeded to travel down the rabbit hole of watching old TBJ, TBJ clips on YouTube for hours. I was amazed and confused and delighted. I kept thinking, why have I never seen this before? I'll spare the recap of my favorite bits. But my question, what is something you couldn't believe you hadn't seen much, 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 much earlier? Turney, Levy, Oz. That's a good one. Turn up, love you guys, awesome. But Turney, Levy, Oz. Hmm. Uh, Marshall in Knoxville, Tennessee. So something you should have watched a lot earlier. Surprise, Trey. I still haven't seen Interstellar. Hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm a, I'm a Christopher Nolan fan. I'm a liker of uh, space movies. I think this is about space. Yeah. It seems like it's about space. Yeah. Um, there's wormholes. <laughs> is that right? Uh, yes. Love wormholes. Black holes as well. Uh, well, yeah. I, I can't remember which one. There is a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it starts as a black hole, moves yeah. to a wormhole. I don't know. I love them both. Uh, time travel. Is that in this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that. Um, but I do know it's hard to figure out. Is that right? I've watched it probably 12 times. I still have no idea what's happening. Exactly. But I love exactly. the movie. Exactly. That's yeah. what I love. I love a movie that is very confusing. And you guys know I love a movie that is very long. And that seems to be the pitch for this, like, good luck. That's all you would hear about Interstellar when it come up. Good luck. I would have loved to be in on the theorizing. I was a little worried about spoilers. Mm-hmm. But it seems like with Interstellar, everybody just says, oh, Good luck finding it out. Right. Good luck understanding what happened, which is great because this movie's been out now for seven years, but it's never been spoiled for me because nobody can really explain the spoiler, right. I don't think. Right. So, I don't know. I'll dip in at some point. Uh, I love it. I First off, I think the music is incredible. Uh, shout out to Hans. Uh, I'll throw that on and run sometimes. Yeah, I'll throw on the Interstellar soundtrack and go for a run. Man, it pumps me up, man. It's uh, Something about it is amazing. It is a crazy movie. But what was that other one that you uh, had Tenet. watched before? Tenet. Oh, Tenet. Yeah. Now, Tenet. That's Watch Tenet and try and wrap level. your head around that. Interstellar, not as crazy, in my opinion, no. as, uh, as Tenet. Not that I really know exactly what's happening in Interstellar, but it makes a little more sense. If that yeah. makes sense, then... Yeah. Then Tenet, yeah. Okay, well, I haven't sen- seen Tenet either, Ooh. and the reason I haven't seen it is because I feel like I need to watch Interstellar first. They're not related, no. as far as I know. No, Made no. by the same guy. Perhaps both involve time. Uh, <laughs> but it feels like they're 
uh, of a sequence to each other. Like, if I can unlock the codes of Interstellar, perhaps then I can gain entrance to Tenet. It's a bit like Scientology. You gotta just keep leveling up with Christopher Nolan movies. Mm. Just ah. don't watch Interstellar on, like, TNT, because it's on all the time. I always stop to watch it, but I've seen it again a million times. But, like, yeah, you want to talk about making a long movie even longer? Any movie on TNT, like, takes... 10 hours it feels like they're always ending they're always airing like uh the avengers now like they they do them back to back it's on all day with all the commercial breaks it's like literally all day but don't do that try and actually watch the movie I, yeah. I like it yeah i think if you watch tenet first and then go to interstellar you'll get interstellar no no doubt yeah, about it'll be it, super like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah oh, i get this this is easy yeah oh. the harder test first actually a good comment here in the stream team anthony nicoletti writes the hardest part of tenet is trying to understand what the characters are saying it's like they make it difficult to understand what people are saying as well just the volume is so low and mm, there's just quiet like, movie it's a quiet movie but even if you turn it up it's just <laughs> it, it i don't know it, it maybe it's the levels i don't know if you've watched this you have, have you watched tenet jd you wouldn't i haven't seen tenet but i know all christopher nolan movies the the he doesn't believe in adr which is additional dialogue re- record and he purposely makes things sound shitty like that's just his thing and he'll say well you know how in real life you can't understand what some people say some of the time and you pick up most of it well that's true that's that's what it what my yeah but i don't want that (laughs) i want to hear what people are saying i mean yeah in dunkirk you got uh what's his name uh what's the guy in the in the spitfire uh harry styles no 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 the guy who played tom uh, hardy played tom hardy he's he's in his mask and he's like you, you you could have why i'd like to hear what he's saying like right. you know especially as a as a history nerd you know i'm like oh what is he saying back to the tower and what's going on and it's just like no i think it's better if it sounds like <laughs> i feel that's more clear than what's happening in tenet though i think you can oh, just, yeah? you can turn that movie up and you can hear it but in tenet it's like you you have to turn on the closed caption you have to read and that's not fun uh, I, I did not enjoy that part, Tenet. You literally have to read to the period to understand. Like, it's, oh, my God. Every word. You'd rather watch a lacrosse game, am I right? <laughs> Easy to figure out. Except for why do some of the players get to have a really long stick? Doesn't seem fair. <laughs> oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Uh, at least once you get to the high school level, some of the defenders get to have, like, a six-foot-long stick for whacking. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ah, they got a whacking stick. <laughs> they got the whacker. Uh, that's what happens nice. when you get older in high school. You get to your <laughs> whacking stick. Um, uh, 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 Dunkirk was good, though. I did see Dunkirk now that I'm looking at Christopher Nolan's films here. Uh, so now I feel completely uh, out of the loop. Interstellar, then Dunkirk, then Tenet. The timeline's all messed up. Oh, now. I was gonna say now, now, can't now you it. can't watch Interstellar if, you have, if you've already watched Dunkirk. Now it's I mean now yeah you'll never be <laughs> totally able to follow spoiled. the whole storyline. Um, what's what's something uh, JD? Do you have an answer for this? You know something you couldn't believe you hadn't seen much 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 earlier? Uh, yeah, I'm watching it right now. It's The Americans. Uh, oh, the show with about the spies. Like right now, as we're recording this show. <laughs> yeah, I've got it on in the background here. It's just, uh, nice. I fade in and out. Uh, you know, Rachel's a one-show woman, right? So mm-hmm. she'll only watch one show at a time from beginning to end. Wow. And uh, we, we, it's a, a little annoying at times, but it's fine mm-hmm. when we pick a good one that I haven't seen. And uh, I, I can't believe that I never got into this show because it is awesome. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's so good. It's just one of those hidden gems. So. 
and we got six seasons to go through, so it's great. Oh, don't you love that feeling too? You're like, oh, yeah. oh you, you've you've started it, and you're like, damn, this is good. People were yeah. right, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna be watching this for months now. Yeah, it's like a, it's you awesome. don't have to decide when you sit down. I love that feeling when you're watching yeah. a good binge. You're just like, well, we know what we're watching here. Yep, fire no discussion. Up. Exactly, exactly. That was for like. I mean, I've said this before, so I'll make it quick. But Breaking Bad, no doubt. We weren't, like, right there at the beginning. It started popping off. Everybody's talking about it. And I was, like, still, like, not convinced for whatever reason. Like, I don't know. And then, <laughs> of course, you started. Start. And you're like, yeah, and then, yeah, maybe it is. And then it was like, oh, my God, this is so good. So that's yeah. my answer. Who hasn't answered this one yet? Tassie. I guess I haven't. I, yeah. I was a little late to uh, Succession, which, uh, mm. which JD says is the best thing on TV right now. Season it three is. later this year, I think. Think. Probably, uh, yeah. Hopefully, Pro- hopefully, yeah. Everything TBD. Uh, but it's really weird with Succession because I watched the first season, loved it, and I watched the first episode of the second season, and then I, I had to go back and, and make sure that I hadn't watched the rest of the season. I just read some of the summary for season episode two, three. I, I stopped after episode one, season two. It was really mm. strange because mm. it was good, but then I, I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe I wanted Kendall not to come back to the family just for a bit, you know. <laughs> right, stay in right, Iceland, stay away, bud. You yeah. got obviously had to get reeled back in, but I don't know. I tuned up for a bit. Mm. Um, happy to read this email too from Marshall there about uh, enjoying the certified classics that we're throwing up on our YouTube page. Just another reason to subscribe subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube because we are trying to put up some of our old gems that we're. Uh, have found either online or in some cases uh, like hard drives. I guess you got some wires that you needed, JD. That I did, but that that particular drive was a bit of a bust. Oh no! So, oh no! Yeah, I got like all, it's got all of our graphics and stuff. Mm. Old oh, TVJ oh, a bust in the sense it didn't have a lot openings. of uh, video on it. Okay, not a lot of the not a lot of final video, unfortunately. But mm. uh, the hunt continues. Okay. Okay. Well. Hopefully we got something uh, in store for you guys a little bit later this week in terms of the certified classics. We'll try and get something up. I think the plan is to try and get something up uh, once a week, but uh, we'll try our best. We got to find some of it. Next one here. Hello, no dunk cowboys. I am the proud owner of the Lee Ellis Metro Media Jam jersey that he wore while knocking down the game winner to win the tournament thanks to my friend who worked in that gym. This is a real thing here. This is from Ryan. He has <laughs> Lee's jersey. We're showing you the clip if you're joining us eight. on YouTube. Yes. Lee, nice pass. And then it comes back to Lee in the corner for the three game. Bang! This guy's pumped. Yes. That's it. That's it. Look, oh, that guy is happy. <laughs> oh, my God. Shot. He's so pumped there. Uh, look, yeah, that's the jersey. So. This, uh, this is wild. Everybody okay. dying laughing. <laughs> also like that. <laughs> to continue the email here, recently I was able to play basketball with some of my friends, and I thought I would wear this jersey in hopes that I would be able to shoot like him. And in fact, I was able to shoot like Lee <laughs> and had a great shooting day. <laughs> this made me realize that this jersey must be like MJ's shoes from Like Mike. When I wear it, I receive Lee's powers. So what's a piece of clothing or an accessory? that has this effect on you. I love you all. Go Kings. That is from Ryan. I, I'm still in shock that he actually has this jersey and then is wearing this jersey to uh, play pickup. Um, I, I wish, I, like, I don't know if Lee even knows this email exists. We'll have to tell him. We'll have to play this back for him. He will be so happy. He might want to buy it back from him, right? Like, I'm surprised Lee didn't keep it, Trey. 
yeah, you would think he would track it down to go into the No Dunks Hall of Fame at some point. Yeah. That's like a, that's the closest we've ever been to a celebrity game. A, a game True. winner as well to hang that in the hallowed halls of the No Dunks Hall of Fame. But no, he just let it go. Just let it go. Some guy's just wearing it around. It's a collector's item. Yeah. Um, but do you have a do you have like a piece of clothing or an accessory tray that that is similar to uh, that jersey for this guy Ryan? Similar. Um, our friend Graydon Gordian. I have his dad's belt. For some reason, uh, Graydon gave me his dad's belt. <laughs> There's me, Graydon, and Carmelo at Graydon's wedding. Of course, I had to wear it there. As you yep. can see. Uh, my back waist, <laughs> my upper butt, if you will. It says Carmelo there on the belt. So yeah, um, I don't. I don't think that Graydon's dad grew up in Texas, but when I put this belt on, I feel very Texas. <laughs> the front's got a big Longhorn skull on the front on the buckle. Gorgeous detailing around the belt. Like I said, Carmelo is on the back. When you put this on, I always wear it with a pair of Levi's denim. I just start walking around the house all bow-legged. <laughs> driving steed saying I reckon not do declare this, uh, the southern lawyer really comes out when I throw on the belt so that's why this is a great email to the no dunks cowboys because I feel like a cowboy wearing, yeah. wearing my belt buckle and my Levi's oh man I love that photo so much like <laughs> I gotta be honest I dig the belt and I think I took this photo, uh, if I remember correctly. I just love how much Graydon looks like his dad in this photo. So good. So uh, good. Uh, this was Graydon's wedding day. Uh, all having a good time. Uh, beautiful setting there too. I, I don't think I time, really. Yeah. I don't think I really, you know, noticed in the moment how beautiful they made that sort of whatever uh, <laughs> barn we were in or something. But God, that looks gorgeous. Um, Tash, do you have a do you have a piece of uh, I don't know clothing sex, accessory or something like that that's special to you? Um. I guess recently I've been wearing that blue flower shirt. Uh, it's just my go-to shirt. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, people talk. People notice it, I guess, is my mo- most noticed shirt. So, uh, <laughs> Often noticed. I, yes, it's been noticed. Uh, I, think, um, I think it's kind of like your purple Nike hoodie skeets. Like, yeah. It's kind of just my, hey, I'm putting it on, you know. When, when I want to feel solid, I put on this blue shirt. It's just... I, yeah, I just don't have a lot of shirts I like right now, so I'm like, oh yeah, this this one's the one. It's the one. Just, oh. Your purple, your purple one's your go-to. I feel like. Oh yeah, purple Nike Galaxy. Yeah, you get the you get the compliments on it. You feel yeah, you just feel good in it uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I was saying about earlier like how I get rid of a lot of clothes that I don't wear anymore. Holy crap, there are a bunch of dress shirts that I just got to get rid of because we had to had to. Had we to. wore dress shirts as the starters frequently. And so I had a ton of them and I have a ton of them. I was like thinking about it. I was like, outside of, of course, going to weddings, you know, going to funerals, heaven forbid, like going to like big, like, I don't know, the odd, maybe fancy restaurant, I guess. Like Sunday brunch. Why do you need, you you don't need 40 dress shirts for what we do. We're not working in an office. Um, Like I'm getting rid of 30 of these things for sure. I'm keeping, you know, the 10 best ones. Uh, and, that, and that's too many if we're being honest that's still twice too oh, many 10 button down shirts is not too many it's too many I mean it's not that, too many yeah I, that, that like, variety uh, nah these are and these are like these aren't ones I can wear like a Matt Austin wearing to the beach you know like uh, these are they're not flowy enough they're too much of like your traditional sure, sure. dress shirt so I'll keep some of them but I'm getting rid of a ton Tess. Yeah, I saw you nodding away I know you got a lot of dress shirts too well, I just moved, and 
all the stuff that I had packed that I didn't see for like almost two months because I was at my mother-in-law's. I had stuff packed that we, I didn't bring to my mother-in-law's. Dress shirts were a big part of it. There's, there's, you know, a ton of stuff that I didn't wear and continue not to wear. Mm -hmm. I've got like, yeah, I don't know, racks and racks and racks. <laughs> racks of, on uh, racks on racks. Of, of dress shirts for sure that I still haven't touched. Now, yeah, if we go into an office setting, it's still, I'm still not going to wear them. No, still not we, gonna we, wear them. The, like we're blessed. We don't need to we wear are. dress shirts. We're not wearing ties. We're not obviously wearing suits. Like you need a handful. That's it now. But we did need a lot more because you're always sweating through those pits when you're on the starter set. And so you needed a bunch of shirts. Well, I'll sweat through the dress shirt too, no problem. But right. yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, that's why I, for for a little bit, it was like late in the starters days, I went and got those shirts that had sewn in pads in the uh, armpits. Oh, yeah, I remember some, that. Some Thompson tees. Now, those worked. I mean, they're, they're really, literally pads in your pits that are, are <laughs> part, uh, and uh, yeah, those, those are great. Now, it's, I, 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 occasionally I could soak through both, but uh, that was hard work. I mean, that was a real good day if I was able to soak through t-shirt, armpit pad, plus dress shirt. That's tough, but wow. uh, yeah, it is, it's, you realize, uh, yeah, Fred, real tampons for your armpits. I'd say maxi pads for your oh, armpits. Shout out to maxi. Yeah. <laughs> Former makeup artist. Uh, yeah, they, they, those things had wings for sure in my pits. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing all the stuff that we carry around. Because I know you like to get rid of stuff, but yeah, yeah. there's. I mean, I, I definitely I got rid of a lot of stuff moving, but still, there's still things that are in there. Like I had to get rid of uh, a couple AK Threads shirts that Lee Ellis made us get. Ooh, like damn. a couple some stuff <laughs> forced on us. Yeah. Or uh, he got us. He got us some beach uh, like short sleeve dress shirts. Oh uh, yeah, I forget the na brand name of those. It was four letters like Owaka or something. Like that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I got <laughs> got rid of that. Never gonna wear that. Like I would also keep that. Maybe one day I'll be sitting by the pool and I want a shirt like that. But yeah, nah. I was just gonna say when it, when it comes to getting rid of things, uh, your wife. I, I shared this on the podcast before hooked Nora and I up with this uh, discount garbage can. And I mean discount just in price. Like, this is a high-end garbage can from Costco, uh, a Kohler. It's, it's beautiful. We're loving it. So we've got a Kohler, a Kohler so name-dropping a trash it's can so brand. Good. It's so good. Hey, Kohler. Sorry, dog. It's simple Talk human or me. nothing for me. Um, but now... I got a dilemma. What do you do with the backup garbage can? Now, what do I do with what was our garbage can? It's a weird thing. I almost feel bad for throwing it out, but I don't know where else to put it because it's it can't be a garbage can in another room. It can't live in an office. It can't live in a second bedroom. It's big. Why, too it's big? A, it's too big. It's huge. I mean, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a kitchen garbage can. So the only thing I can think of is to put it outside by the barbecue or something like that. You know, mm. when you're eventually having people over, maybe there's a convenience there. But I don't want it to live out there. It's not going to do well in the weather. It's not built for outside. <laughs> so now I got to put it in the crawl space and keep pulling it in and out and in and out. So I don't know. Maybe you just throw out. Can you just throw out a garbage can? I also started thinking about that. That's weird. Oh, the garbage guy do is he? It'd be confusing <laughs> like, to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, would he know? I, I I don't. I guess you maybe slap a sticker on it. Say, oh, this garbage can is garbage. Take it. I this think, is garbage. I, I think know. there's a possibility you could recycle that garbage can because you can hmm. recycle a recycling box. That's for sure. I mean, you could recycle weird. the liner, the inside of the garbage can, but not the not the metal. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I have to take it to the dump or something. Yeah. Check the bottom of that thing. You might see a little recycling symbol I'll on the check bottom it. of that thing. <laughs> 
Oh. No, check it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but, but somebody will take that. Awesome. Somebody will take that. If you put it, even if you put it on the, the curb, somebody's going to drive by and say, whew, this man's got a Kohler, but I don't mind his backup. Yeah, no, but I'm at the end of a dead end. I'm in a weird spot for the drive-by pickup. Like, <laughs> I basically, if I put something on the curb, I got like a one in eight chance I know who took it because they drove by it. You know, the, the four houses on my left and the four houses on the right passed me. That's like it. <laughs> Like, somebody's got it, which is fine. I mean, I really should just go ahead, go around, knock on doors. You guys want a garbage can? No? Okay. Go to the next house. You want a garbage can? <laughs> so, nothing wrong with it. Door to door, used garbage can <laughs> salesman. <laughs> what kind of brand is that? Uh, you're going to want to know before you hit the streets. Uh, yeah, I don't you know can always just, like, a, you know, put it on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, Free garbage can. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. But it's still a good can yeah, see, this for is your garbage. Yeah, it's hard to it is hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, very confusing. Anyway, love the new one. All in on it. I am making so I'm purposely making garbage now yeah, in this house. That's uh, the to problem. Put stuff in. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I love that's it. the problem with that garbage can. You just want to fill it up because it's so great to use. <laughs> it's so great. That's the problem. So I just want to fill it up so I can empty it, take it out to the curb, and come back, put it in a new bag. It's such a such a great feeling uh, oh god yeah it's a Kohler as we've said yeah uh, maybe yeah. a few times now we've all had experience it's with Kohler, Kohler before they also make other products we got shower heads while we were with Turner yeah mm. you remember those were Kohlers where they had the um, the Bluetooth speaker in it oh yeah listen to oh. a pod while you shower yeah that was great a great product um I only thought Kohler was in the water business, though, like taking, you know, giving us sinks and stuff like that. No idea they were doing garbage right. bins. Yeah. Yeah. We but do. we're all happy. <laughs> yeah, we're all happy. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's my go to now. <laughs> yeah, all what right, were you going to say? Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, I, I was waiting for you to finish the question or read another question, but it's mine. This one's you. Yeah. I'm done. Um, so, well, people are asking, while I read this last question, maybe yeah. you want to go grab it. Or no, you're not going to go grab it. <laughs> no, it's, not, this... it's not small. I mean, I can pick it up, but it's going to be a little clunky. You want me to go grab it? I want to see this thing. Right, I want to see go. what the okay, Kohler's replacing. You know, He's for, getting for the everybody Kohler. here on the stream team, I'll be right back. Okay. I'll take yeah, it people through. are also, I mean, we're talking bins tasks. People want to know about the compost. And I don't know. Do you Does How's... compost travel with you from house to house? <clears throat> Yes, great, great question. Ooh. It was strange, but I, I didn't take the dirt with me. I didn't travel with the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, recently, uh, yeah, when I moved, I, I did say this a, f a few weeks ago, but I, I put my hands right in my compost bin. I was getting the dirt out, and I burnt the end of my fingers because hey. the cotton. Oh. Was so hot. oh, that's a nice bin. That, that could be a Kohler. Oh, heavy. Can you see it? Yeah, uh, we can we, see it. Look at that, Trey. Uh, there we go. Wow. Okay. Okay. Kohler. Okay. Oh, okay. that is the Kohler. Kohler. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kohler style. I'm loving this. This looks nice, man. Yeah. Uh, totally. <laughs> now, now we're seeing it open on the bed. You're putting a Ooh. trash can on the Ooh. bed. The slow close. That's nice. Nobody slamming lids in this house. Kohler engineering. Mm. You see that lid? Now there's a nice little uh, little button if you want, or like what? a little switch. Press that; it'll stay open. You know, you're putting a bunch of stuff in. You don't want to open it and close it, open it and close it. Oh God, it smells like garbage in here yeah. now. <laughs> you just put the, a Kohler trash can on a bed. The only trash can you would ever put on ever. a bed is a Kohler. Yeah. yeah. Nora's upset with me already. She's like, "What are you doing? You're not taking that." I'm like, "I gotta show everybody." She's like, "It's got garbage in it." Oh, yeah. You want to go? 
You might be able to, why don't you go get the other one as well? No. I guarantee we can find a taker for that Skeet's garbage can. You pop a little J-E-S on the side. Ooh, it's come on, uh, come on. It, it is a it's a nice white garbage can. It would uh, nice sharpie on that would look pretty good. That's not a bad idea. I'm not going to get it. I don't even know where that one is. <laughs> yeah, I thought okay, you were grabbing. I thought you were grabbing the backup garbage can. No, I, thought, I was wow, grabbing this guy's tossing, to show it off. This nice. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's definitely a show off. That's a right. nice outside of the uh, look at that the kitchen. Like show it off. Don't put it under in a cupboard. No way. Look at that thing. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. We're gonna leave it in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, sleep around it. <laughs> All right. Did you guys read the final no. one or no? Okay. No, we, we started talking about. Let's wrap this up because it does smell like garbage in here now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting yelled at for putting my little <clears throat> excuse me, my little compost bin on my kitchen yeah. island. Like, yeah. come on, this guy's putting a garbage bin on his bed. <laughs> Anyway, it's it, it, it. Let's get this straight. It is a guest bedroom bed, right? That's a, that's a hold on. It's a second guest bedroom bed. I mean, the odds of anyone actually ever sleeping in this bed are <laughs> low. I mean, you know, you're not having that many people over. I guess if uh, the in-laws come, maybe a sister-in-law comes, then sure, <laughs> you're using it. But you got to have a lot of people in your house to be using the second bedroom. And it feels like that's never going to happen because no one can go anywhere. So it uh, feels like a complete waste. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Josh Carroll, thanks for the comment. This Very pod funny. has gone to the dumps. That's right. <laughs> All right, last email here. With the great announcement about the return of Survivor, will you guys be bringing back the No Buffs podcast? I loved it last year and really wanted to return when it returns again, hopefully this fall. That's from J.D. Dashinsky on Twitter. Fitting because their own J.D. is going to answer this, baby. Oh, uh, lock it in, right? I mean, I'm doing one for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. no-brainer. Yeah. Now, I assume Skeets and Trey are in. In. Yes. Yeah. And Tess, are you are you mm. in as well? I think I'm addicted now. I think okay. I'm in. All right. Yeah. There you go. I'm happy. I'm happy to join. Yeah, Lee, Lee was very much, nah, I'm good, but... I think we can convince him because yeah. we can just make him right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Punishment. That'll this be is your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. you know, maybe we, maybe we should get at least for a couple of episodes, Maddie O in there as well, just because we all love Survivor. But I feel like he would be a little he'd he'd watch it with a more critical eye, mm-hmm. which I think would cause a little bit more conflict and fun you know like mm-hmm. uh him hating on it on things about it uh so maybe maybe you get him on and or maybe some guests or something but yeah. uh yeah i'm 100 percent in uh i i love doing it so so when will we record it continue with the the next day it's usually on wednesday nights right mm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's that's up for discussion. Mm-hmm. That makes our lives. Well, I mean, we did do it when there was no basketball. That's on. what I mean. Yep. That's what I mean. It'll either have so. to just come later on the Thursday. Maybe we do it even that Wednesday night. I mean, we get crazy mm. with it. It's like the post show recap uh, options. We got options, but we'll do something for sure. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Any details about the next season, or just hey, we're probably coming back. I don't know almost anything about the next season except yeah that they're they're f- feel confident that everybody's going to be safe and in, in recording it back in 
where they always do it in Fiji. But I don't think it's returning players at all. Well, but there was Tony had that cryptic message on his Instagram, mm, right? Oh, <laughs> he did have that cryptic message that he was like, I mean, cryptic. He was basically, he's either joking or he's literally on Survivor. I mean, which one right. is it? <laughs> it wasn't that cryptic at all. No. Uh, yeah, maybe. I think it's, I, I, my guess is it's a newbie season. And I think that's what people are saying in the stream team. Which I'm good. Well, I'm happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm totally fine with. Yeah, that would be weird for Tony Vlahos, the king, to come back, right? Yeah, right away it would yeah. be. Yeah, he will be back for sure. But I mean, yeah. it's almost like it's unfortunate that they did the Sandra Rob um, season, Island like, of the, the Idols, Island or whatever it's called, because it would have been like maybe they will still do it. They like they don't care because they're like Sandra's TV gold. Like it'd be cool now that we have two two-time winners to have the king and queen basically sort of do some variation of what maybe they did. Not that that was a great season with what they were doing with them, but right. just having those two involved, maybe they actually play again on, on different tribes would be pretty cool. They'd probably do that, won't they? I don't know. Didn't she sort of quit last time? Like yeah. She's, she's, she True. walked off. Didn't, didn't walk off, but she was like, uh, well, she did walk off. No, she quit. The, she uh, pulled the thing on Extinction Island. Yeah, I think, right, right? Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, so she quit Extinction Island. <laughs> Ooh, do you consider that quitting the game? I mean, technically, I guess you, you are still in it, but it is a ultimately it. It doesn't matter what we think; it's what Jeff thinks. So Ooh, if he thinks true. that, so that she quit, Jeff. then then she quit, and she's dead to him, probably. Yeah, mm, yeah that was a retirement walk off to me. But yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a survivor. <laughs> Good, head. Point. Good point. Yeah, look, we should be saving all of this for our next uh, no bus <laughs> podcast. What are we doing? We're just cannibalizing each other here with our podcast. Anyway, we'll call it there. Great questions, as always. Uh, we sprinkled some in on this morning's daily show, so go make sure you listen to that or watch that on the No Dunks YouTube channel. Tomorrow we're back at it. We got Tass's What You Need to Know very, very early. We got the No Dunks Daily Show. We got Whoopsie still coming this week. We got the NBA Happy Hour tomorrow night. That is a go. Lee's sending us like Slack messages about getting his buddy that's a pilot on NBA Happy Hour. Like... Sure, why not? <laughs> we had a lot of plane questions this morning. Yeah, so we'll be talking about the planes tomorrow night in NBA Happy Hour. And then, uh, yeah, Friday, of course, we've got the Drop Podcast and we've got the Very Solid Plays. So lots of content being turned out in the Classic Factory. Please like, like, like the video, subscribe, comment. And, uh, well, if you're a fan of the podcast, I hope you're subscribed to No Dunks wherever you listen to the No Dunks podcast. We really appreciate it. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, the irony of a garbage can is that you can recycle it. Embrace the day, people. You could stay.